Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to High Commentary. Hope you guys are having a great start of your week and that you have your foot, your Tims, your chanclas, your sneakers, whatever you have on your feet on the devil's neck because we are all about positivity and realness over here. My weekend was cool. I wanted to be the fearless woman that I discussed in my last podcast. So I went and cut my hair, got a new cut, feeling better. I feel light, you know, I don't know if it's me, but like weaves after a while make you feel heavy and at the same time make you feel like everyone else, you know, because pretty much all of us, most of us, you know, wear weaves. We like the hair down our back and stuff like that. But it gets kind of like too ordinary for me. And that's when I decided to do something different and cut my hair and be the outlier of society's, you know, norms. Anyway, this segment is going to be based on black men. And let me be more particular self-hating black men so this segment is about the effects of black men the effects of self-hating black men stay tuned All right, let's get to it. So, I am smoking on some, uh, let's see here. I'm smoking on some banana fire. Because I just, you know, it's a gloomy day and I just want to be chill. But anyway, let's get to this topic at hand. The effects of self-hating black men. Now, there's a difference between the self-hating black men and the black men who just have a preference. However, I would like to know, how did this preference come about that, you know, you choose lighter and whiter? I don't, I just want to know where does that stem from? Because preference stems from society's norms. You know, if we are seeing light-skinned girls on TV all the time, all the time, all the time. Of course, a young boy is going to assume that lighter is better and basically his mama's too dark for him to want a woman like that to marry. Some black men say, oh, I don't like the attitude and I don't like this and I don't like that. I don't like that they have to wear weed. Da-da-da-da-da. And... These are superficial preferences because Britney Spears wears weaves. So does Christina Aguilera. A lot of white women have worn weaves. So it's more based on the skin, you know? And we also see this with successful black men that they have all, you know, all the money, the cars and all that stuff. 
And the last thing that they need is a white woman on their arm. Now, this is not all black men because there are a few outliers. You know, we got Barack Obama, which to me is the example of a black man being with a black woman who is intelligent, who is fierce and was able to become president. I mean, if Barack could do it, I'm sure a lot of black men can. You don't need a white woman on your arm to be successful. You just have to find successful, smart, intelligent black women. That's all. It's that simple. But if you're going by color, then, well, well, you know what? It is what it is. But some men say that they are, you know, like tired of the women drama. But I think also it's the media that portrays that black women aren't pretty enough as other races. It's almost as though like there's an unwritten rule that says when you reach a certain level of success, you got to have a white woman next to you. Examples, Tiger Woods, you got Kobe Bryant, you got Kanye West, you know, and they all prefer women outside of their race. So if you think about it, is it really a preference or is it self-hate? I started reading this article called um, Why Don't Successful Black Men Date Black Women? Race Stereotypes in America uh, by this uh, radio station in Philly. I'm trying to get the name of it. Uh, Okay, 100.3 R&B. And one part of the article that was like, you know, laughable to me was that Some black men say that uh, back when, you know, they were at the bottom and they didn't have any money, that black women weren't checking for them. Um, And, you know, like they prefer more of the flashy thug types. But now that, you know, they've become successful, they're not checking for them, you know, which (laughs) the question is, Are black women not as supportive and patient as other women from different cultures? Okay. I think that's bullshit because um, the white woman wasn't there during your struggles either. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she wasn't there either. You know, so to me, that's not a valid excuse or a reason because... The white woman became attracted to you after the fact of your success and your fame and your popularity, just as well as the black woman, you know, and this is not every black woman and this is not every white woman. But if that was an excuse that when they were, you know, in the bottom, these black women weren't checking for them. And now that they're successful, They don't want to check, you know, for the black women. So then, but the white women weren't there either. So why are you checking for them? Okay, like, mm, that doesn't make any sense. To me, 
that's like a crappy ass excuse for wanting for not wanting to admit that you're a colorist. <laughs> that's what it means. Um, it also says that, uh, let's see here, that basically is due to the stereotypes of black women as well. And um, I don't think anyone should listen to stereotypes because I agree, like not all black women roll their necks and are loud and ghetto and some know how to code switch. I'm one of them, you know, and not all black women wear weaves and don't go swimming. I go swimming. Like, so I, I don't, I don't know. I love the beach. So I, I don't know. I don't know. See, like, that's the point. Not every woman is the same. And not every black woman is ignorant to life. You know, like, that's just the truth. So men, especially black men, should not use these stereotypes and society's norms to dictate or come to the conclusion that every black woman is going to be the same way. And you can't judge people, you know, by stereotypes or past experiences because everyone is different and we should be able to appreciate such. If it's a jungle fever, then so be it. It's a jungle fever. It goes both ways, you know. Some white women are infatuated with black men. We've seen it. If you have watched Jungle Fever, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and and if you've seen the movie, you know the outcome. You know, it's just different worlds. And it's fine. Some work, you know, because they work for the right reasons. Like the loving story, you know. That was for the right reasons. It wasn't because of society's norms of today. The loving story was based on true love, not based on color. Evidently, you see this because they fought tooth and nail to stay together despite how bad people wanted them apart. That's love. That's not based on color that's not based on quote-unquote preference that was just two people a man who happened to be white a woman who happened to be black that fell in love with each other and they didn't let society's thoughts and values affect their love they fought tooth and nail today it's like oh i like them light I like them red bone. I like them with real hair. I like, it's like, that white man ain't give a fuck about any of that. And she ain't give a fuck about anything that he had going on. It was based on true love. But you got to love yourself. And evidently, he loved himself and he loved her family. And he loved her. Because, I mean, if you've seen the movie, I mean, they fought tirelessly. I mean, being woken up and taken away from your husband or your wife in the middle of the night simply because of their color? 
Like, come on, come on. And that's why I think, like, black men need to realize this. Self-hating is not cute. It's not cute. And not only that, one of the effects of self-hating black men is that black women don't have any black men to date or procreate or marry because now the preference is white or light skin or mixed, whatever the case may be. And that's one of the effects. And then, you know, then some black men get mad when a black woman starts taking interest in a white man. See, to me, I think that black women will date a white man for completely different reasons. I don't think it necessarily has to do with preference. I think it has to do with um, multiple experiences with black men that tend to disappoint them to the point that they just feel like they're better off being with a white man because the white man will be a little nicer or a little more understanding or, you know, want to do the things that she may want to do. See, completely different reasons. She's not looking at color. She's looking at the fact that, can this person love me? And if we see that black men don't love us, don't even want to look at us, don't even want to hug us, want to act like we ain't shit, belittle us, then of course we're going to go where we are loved more. And that would be white and Asian men. (laughs) And that's just the truth. Not because of color, not because, oh, this is a preference. No, because when we get to a certain age, we are looking for substance. We are looking for someone who can support and protect us, who who we know we can rely on, that we can talk to that we can believe in because they believe in us. You see, it's far different from the reasons that most black men prefer white women or lighter-skinned women. They're looking at it as a fetish. It's jungle fever. But when shit gets tough, that's when you want your black women around. And guess what? We're about to go extinct too because we're about to do the same shit y'all doing. But we're just doing it for different reasons. And that's the effects of self-hating black men. They won't there there won't be enough black love because black men don't even love themselves and if they don't love themselves then mm, they probably don't love their mama and if they don't love their mama they're definitely not going to love us. All right, so I'm concluding this uh, segment. This is my last segment. I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. I don't care if you date outside your race. I just don't think it should be based on uh, physical preference or color. But it should be more based on the inside. You know, how the person makes you feel. Do you feel protected? Do you feel that they will be there for you through thick and thin. And I'm going to be quite frank. We are a segregated group of people because we hate on ourselves. 
We think lighter is better, so we have more light-skinned friends than dark-skinned friends. Or we've dated more dark-skinned guys than light-skinned guys. Or light-skinned guys than dark-skinned guys. Whatever. I feel that as people of color, it's just like the Jewish community, like we should have some type of strength within all of us to be unison. Like, I do believe in black love. You know, most people will be like, oh, you know, she's mixed, she's Haitian and Puerto Rican. And Look, Puerto Ricans are black, okay? <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says. We just come in all different colors, just like Haitians. Haitians come in all different colors, okay? I know, my dad's Haitian. They come in all colors. I've seen the light brights to the dark. Okay, like all colors. And if you travel, you'll know this. And if you are a cultural person or you've lived in cities like New York, you will see that. Like you, you can't really tell by our color who we are because we're all mixed in New York. But we're very, you know, proud of our mixes and what we consist of because we actually... Some of us do educate ourselves. So I know like Puerto Ricans is just a term that, um, you know, Americans use for us, but we're actually Tainos. Okay. <laughs> you know, part of the, part of the diaspora, you know, we have African roots. So that is it. That's why I claim myself as an Afro Latina, because I am proud of each side and its roots. And even growing up, I felt like that, even in my own family, like lighter is better. Yeah, we see that. We see the ignorances, but it is up to us to stop the cycle. If we can't stop the cycle in the world, at least stop the cycle around you or get out of it. That's always the safest way to go. And if you are around self-hating as dudes, like don't let that get to you because you already know that they hate themselves. They don't like the skin that they're in, so they date outside to make them feel a little more closer to being uh, accepted. Then you got some who they just, you know, they go by the stereotypes and our color is just not their type. And that's okay, too. It's okay to date outside of your race because we know as women, we're doing it for completely different reasons. We're looking for that, you know, all in all stability. And I'm not talking about stability financially. I'm talking about stability like we're going to like be married forever (laughs) till death do us part. And I know he will because he understands me and I know him because I learn, you know, like just look. Interracial dating is very different. I think for black women, it's very different because we're learning different things at the same time. And, you know, that person is, that white man is learning different things from us. But I think it's like a different type of unison that happens. It's like, okay, I see your struggle, you know, and, and that's why I love you. I love your skin. I don't mind unbraiding your hair and taking that weave out. Like, I was so shocked when I saw this picture of this, um, white man unbraiding this black woman's hair they're a couple in real life and i just found that so beautiful because a black man ain't gonna do that shit for us you see they're not 
They don't even like the fact that we wear weave. But then you see this white man looking like Jesus Christ. (laughs) Unbraiding this black, beautiful black woman's hair. You know, and she wears weaves. And it's like, they're just love. You could tell it's like a loving story part two in a way. You know, like they just love each other and he appreciates all she is. You know, to her curly hair, to her chocolate brown skin. And you can tell off top it's for dif- it's, it's for different reasons. It's love that has to do with that. It's more than just skin. And we know from a black woman's point of view, it's for different reasons. And for that white man, too, it's for different reasons, I'm sure, too. He probably, like, really loves her skin as well and everything. But he probably just, like, loves the difference of it and loves the fact that, you know, she is who she is. And he loves that. Completely different from, like, these black men, like, I just, I like girls that don't have to wear weaves. But you see them, like, culture appropriating. You know, like, you see these white women, you'll see these white women culture appropriating. And the one thing that makes them different from us is, oh, their hair straighter or long hair and it's theirs and all this stuff. And it's like, can you stop with the superficiality and just get to the root? Do you feel protected? Do you feel like she will, you know, if you scream at her, she'll call 911 (laughs) and get you arrested? I mean, no man should be screaming at any woman, period. But, like, you know, any little thing, like, we we know, you know, it could get you arrested real quick. Like, do you feel that safe? You know, do you um, believe in having children of color? Are you scared that they'll be as dark as you? I don't know. I don't know. These are things that, you know, I just think about and I'm just like, hmm. You know, the moral of the story, we shouldn't be judging anyone. But at the same time, sometimes you got reasons to judge, you know, like, why do you have this preference? Why do you think all women are like this? Is this why you don't date us? You know, like, I just I just need to know these things. And I just feel like learning and being around people who think this way or, you know, don't think this way. It gives me a better perspective of people as well, you know, to understand like, okay, I see that white men like me and now I understand why. Okay, it could be that I'm self, you know, I'm well-spoken. It could be that I'm feisty and, you know, they're slightly boring, which is perfect. (laughs) To me, relationship-wise, that's perfect. If the man is boring and I'm feisty, that's perfect. Like, that's my parents and it works. They've been together for like over 38, over 40 years. So it makes sense. My dad's a quiet one. <sighs> quiet. Mm. Doesn't say much. My mom's like, <laughs> like, so it makes sense, you know? And that to me, that's my kind of white guy. Like, give me that uh, G-Eazy type geek that is willing to, like, let me be my cannabis Oprah self. I'm down. For different reasons, like I said, for different reasons. Oh, you want to love me? All good. I'm not looking at color. If you Asian too, I don't care. I'm Hispanic, you know? So, like, I don't consider Hispanics to be outside unless, like, you're from Spain or something. You know what I mean? But if you're, like, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Costa Rican, Brazilian, like, you're black. So I don't, you know, 
I don't consider them as outside. I consider them as like, that's part of people of color. That's just me. That's just how I see it. Now, if you're one of those, like, you know, privileged Spanish people, like, you use your skin color to get ahead, and this is a different story. I don't relate with y'all. Like, I'm, I'm just being honest. You got to love all of us, not just one kind, one color. Okay? So, I think that kind of sums up, you know, the effects of self-hating black men. Self-hating black men builds much more animosity, you know, and it, it starts, you know, with that animosity with women because now, you know, there's that light skin versus dark skin women. And it's that superiority complex that starts to erupt that is damaging, you know, for us. And black men encourage that shit. Dead ass. They encourage that shit. And sometimes it's like... Sometimes it's understandable. Like, I get it. Like, I get the loving story. I'm a firm believer of it. I stand behind it completely. I just don't get society's norms today and people's uh, superficial preferences of why they date outside of their race. It's retarded. It shows that you haven't grown at all. And you don't plan to because you choose to follow society's norms in order to feel accepted in a place where we technically were never accepted. We're just learning how to just abide by the rules and survive, okay? And surviving meaning getting educated, learning, you know, who we are, learning the people around us and being able to code switch. That's just what it is. Anyway, guys, stay high, stay fly, and stay prayed up. I'm about to watch some documentaries because I like learning this stuff and it gives me a reason to speak and to speak out while smoking some cannabis, you know? Anyway, guys, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I thank you for appreciating my realness and my honesty. And, you know, if it don't apply, let it fly. Don't take none of this shit to the heart. I'm just speaking true facts. If it affects you, then that's something that you need to, you know, reflect on personally. And, you know, maybe go into looking at some history and understanding that this is real. You know, it can't be denied. It's evident. People just don't like to talk about it because it can end in an uproar. And I don't think having conversations like these should end in an uproar. It should be just an understanding like, wow, damn, like I could be self-hating. Let me not go for these types of girls then. Maybe I should go for like the girls, you know, getting their educating um, morals up, you know, getting their, their spirituality up, getting their life set up in a way where it's understandable to two of you but some of these guys be playing games as well and you know what I think that sometimes black men go for white women because at times white women can be a little bit gullible to the bullshit and black women are like "Uh uh-uh fuck out of here we're not with that shit and if that's what you call patience that's sad (laughs) Because just like a man is not going to tolerate shit, 
a black man is not going to tolerate shit. A white woman is not going to tolerate shit to a certain extent. And a black woman will nip that shit in the bud ASAP. So will Latin women. So, you know, you got to call a spade a spade. I think it more has to do with the fact that, you know, we are taught from younger that whiter is better and lighter is better. And, you know, we grow up with that stigma, with that thought, with that perception, and we believe it to be true. And then we start dating in that way. Because I'm not even going to front. Like, I used to just date light-skinned dudes and, and, you know, white guys. And then I started, like, seeing, like, okay, am I doing it for the right reasons or for the wrong reasons? And every time I dated a black guy, ugh, I had issues. <laughs> I'm not even going to front. I had issues. I was just like, oh, my gosh, why are they so rude? Why, you know, are they so ghetto? Why can't they speak intelligently? Why can't I have uh, conversations where I'm learning something instead of me teaching them something? And that could have been like I was just going for the wrong kind. You know what I mean? So then I started dating, you know, black men of intelligence. Then when I started dating black men of intelligence, it was just like they had this arrogance and this cockiness and you know, then some of these light-skinned black dudes would just think their shit don't stink, you know? And that's the reason why I started dating white men. Haven't dated an Asian guy yet. I don't even think Asians like me. But if, like, if I, <laughs> if there was, like, a cute-ass Asian guy, tatted up his <laughs> look, my parents never taught me to discriminate. I come from two cultures. They've always encouraged me to step outside of my race. And it's for different reasons. It's just because of the treatment. It's the, you know, the understanding. It's different. And especially being in college and learning these things, I just like, "Mm, I appreciate Asian culture and I appreciate family and, you know, privacy and, you know, being humble and, you know, just surviving and you know but I don't want to just be like quote unquote surviving I want to like I'm trying to be extraordinary out here okay I'm trying to be an Amanda Seals and a Gary V combined which makes a cannabis Oprah that's what I want because I want to I'm still going to be vulgar and that's not going to change but I am definitely intelligent I know what I'm talking about and I see what I see and I know what I know and I tell it like I see it and that's just what it is and I'm so glad you guys fucks with me for that and I appreciate you guys for listening. You have no idea. You have no idea. Anyway, guys, uh, please feel free to hit me up at my email, highcommentaries at gmail.com or at a high commentary podcast on Instagram. Hit me in my DMs. I have no problem having these discussions, obviously. And I guess as a woman of color who has experienced these types of men, and these types of people in general, to know the difference. This is why I love everyone. I go by character. You treat me good, I treat you good. I don't care about color. I could give two fucks about it. But if I see you care about color, and if I see that, you know, you have a preference based on color, based on hair, based on, you know, physicality, and not based on spirituality and character, that's when I have to start questioning. And that's when the light bulb goes up in my head. Like, hmm, why you treat the black girls like shit, but you treat the white girls like princesses? I just need to know. 
you know, or why you treat, you know, lighter skinned Spanish people like nice, but you treat the darker ones like basura, de la calle, you know what I mean? I just want to know because I just never, I, I was never raised that way. And it's good to know these things, you know, because I just like to know the point of view of everyone. So please feel free to hit me up. I'm probably going to do a video about this too. It's just that oh, I be doing the videos, right? And then when it's time to edit, I'm like, Ugh. but you know, soon I feel it. I feel like God is blessing me. I feel like God is putting me in a situation where I can be myself and I could do this eventually, you know, on a full-time basis where I am able to be me authentically. You guys fuck with it. I could do this for a living and everyone's happy. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, of course, I'll be back next week, Monday, as usual. Hopefully, God willing. If not, you know it's going to be on a Tuesday, like, you're ready now. Either way, I'm going to come through, okay? This will always be a frequent hot spot of mine because it's easy for me to do. Anyway, guys, love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much if you're following me on um, my Instagram. I'm not trying to add, you know, like a whole bunch of followers. Like, I want my followers to be authentic. And I want to have, like, true conversations and people, you know, hit me in my DMs and they're like, yes, I feel you, girl. Like, I love it. I don't need all the noise, you know. So, come correct, you know. I don't, I don't mind people fucking with me at all just don't fuck with me in a negative way like don't don't try to bring the negative vibes okay we don't need it <laughs> anyway guys bye